The French Revolution, A History, by Thomas Carlyle, Volume 3, The Guillotine, Book 7, Vendémiaire, Chapter 1, Decadent. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain, read by Peter Dan. Book 7, Chapter 1, Decadent. How little did anyone suppose that here was the end not of Robespierre only, but of the revolution system itself. Least of all did the mutinying committee men suppose it, who had mutinied with no view whatever except to continue the national regeneration with their own heads on their shoulders. And yet so it verily was. The insignificant stone they had struck out, so insignificant anywhere else, proved to be the keystone. The whole archwork and edifice of Sanscalottism began to loosen, to crack, to yawn, and tumbled piecemeal with considerable rapidity, plunge after plunge, till the abyss had swallowed it all, and in this upper world Sanscalottism was no more. For, despicable as Robespierre himself might be, the death of Robespierre was a signal at which great multitudes of men, struck dumb with terror heretofore, rose out of their hiding-places and, as it were, saw one another how multitudinous they were, and began speaking and complaining. They are countable by the thousand and the million who have suffered cruel wrong. Ever louder rises the plaint of such a multitude into a universal sound, into a universal continuous peal of what they call public opinion. Camilla had demanded a committee of mercy and could not get it, but now the whole nation resolves itself into a committee of mercy. The nation has tried Sanscalottism and is weary of it. Force of public opinion. What king or convention can withstand it? You in vain struggle. The thing that is rejected as calumnious today must pass as voracious with triumph another day. Gods and men have declared that Sanscalottism cannot be. Sanscalottism on that ninth night of Thermidor suicidally fractured its underjaw and lies writhing, never to rise more. Through the next fifteen months, it is what we may call the death agony of Sanscalottism. Sanscalottism, anarchy of the Jean-Jacques Evangel, having now got deep enough, is to perish in a new singular system of colotism and arrangement. For arrangement is indispensable to man. Arrangement were it grounded only on that old primary evangel of force, with sceptre in the shape of hammer. Be their method, be their order, cry all men, were it that of the drill sergeant. More tolerable is the drilled bayonet rank than that undrilled guillotine, incalculable as the wind. Our Sanscalottism, writhing in death throes, strove some twice or even three times to get on its feet again, but fell always and was flung re-supine the next instant, and finally breathed out the life of it and stirred no more. This we are now, from a due distance, with due brevity, to glance at. And then, O oh reader, courage, I see land. Two of the first acts of the convention, very natural for it after this Thermidor, are to be specified here. The first is renewal of the governing committees. 
Both Sûreté Générale and Salut Public, thinned by the guillotine, need filling up. We, naturally, fill them up with Talian, Freron, victorious Thermidorian men. Still more to the purpose, we appoint that they shall, as law directs, not in name only, but in deed, be renewed and changed from period to period, a fourth part of them going out monthly. The Convention will no more lie under bondage of committees, under terror of death, but be a free Convention, free to follow its own judgment and the force of public opinion. Not less natural is it to enact that prisoners and persons under accusation shall have right to demand some writ of accusation and see clearly what they are accused of. Very natural act, the harbingers of hundreds not less so. For now, Fuchia's trade, shackled by writ of accusation and legal proof, is as good as gone, effectual only against Robespierre's tale. The prisons give up their suspects, emit them faster and faster. The committees see themselves besieged with prisoners' friends, complain that they are hindered in their work. It is as with men rushing out of a crowded place and obstructing one another. Turned are the tables, prisoners pouring out in floods, jailers, moutons and the tail of Robespierre going now whither they were wont to send. The hundred and thirty-two Nantes Republicans, whom we saw marching in irons, have arrived, shrunk to ninety-four, the fifth man of them choked by the road. They arrive, and suddenly find themselves not pleaders for life, but denouncers to death. Their trial is for acquittal and more. As the voice of a trumpet, their testimony sounds far and wide, mere atrocities of a reign of terror. For a space of nineteen days, with all solemnity and publicity, Representative Carrier, Company of Marat, Noyardings, Loire marriages, things done in darkness, come forth into light. Clear is the voice of these poor resuscitated Nantes, and journals and speech and universal committee of mercy reverberate it loud enough into all ears and hearts. Deputation arrives from Arras, denouncing the atrocities of Representative Le Bon. A tamed convention loves its own life, yet what help? Representative Le Bon, Representative Carrière must wend towards the revolutionary tribunal, struggle and delay as we will, the cry of a nation pursues them louder and louder. Them also Tenville must abolish, if indeed Tenville himself be not abolished. We must note, moreover, the decrepit condition into which a once omnipotent mother society has fallen. Legendre flung her keys on the convention table that Thermidor night. Her president was guillotined with Robespierre. The once mighty mother came some time after with a subdued countenance, begging back her keys. The keys were restored her, but the strength could not be restored her. The strength had departed for ever. Alas, one's day is done. Vain that the tribune in mid-air sounds as of old. To the general ear it has become a horror and even a weariness. By and by affiliation is prohibited. The mighty mother sees herself suddenly childless, mourns as so hoarse a Rachel may. The revolutionary committees, without suspects to prey upon, perish fast, as it were, of famine. 
In Paris, the whole 48 of them are reduced to 12. Their 40 sous are abolished. Yet a little while, and revolutionary committees are no more. Maximum will be abolished. Let Sanskaltism find food where it can. Neither is there now any municipality, any centre at the town hall. Mayor Fleurio and company perished, whom we shall not be in haste to replace. The town hall remains in a broken, submissive state, knows not well what it is growing to, knows only that it is grown weak and must obey. What if we should split Paris into, say, a dozen separate municipalities, incapable of concert? The sections was thus rendered safe to act with, or indeed might not the sections themselves be abolished? You had then merely your twelve manageable Pacific townships without centre or subdivision, and sacred right of insurrection fell into abeyance. So much is getting abolished, fleeting swiftly into the inane. For the press speaks, and the human tongue Journals, heavy and light, in Philippic and burlesque, a renegade Freron, a renegade Prudhomme, loud they as ever, only the contrary way. And ci-devant show themselves, almost parade themselves, resuscitated as from death sleep, publish what death pains they have had. The very frogs of the marsh croak with emphasis. Your protesting seventy-three shall, with a struggle, be omitted out of prison, back to their seats. Your Louvets, Inas, Langevinets, and wrecks of Girondism, recalled from their haylofts and caves in Switzerland, will resume their places in the convention, natural foes of terror. Thermidorian Talien and mere foes of terror rule in this convention and out of it. The compressed mountain shrinks silent more and more. Moderatism rises louder and louder, not as a tempest with threatenings, Say, rather, as the rushing of a mighty organ blast and melodious deafening force of public opinion from the twenty-five million windpipes of a nation all in committee of mercy, which how shall any detached body of individuals withstand? End of Book 7, Chapter 1